Radio Rounds, the podcast series from St. Louis Children's Hospital. Here's Melanie Cole. We all want our children to be able to play and have fun, so helping kids in need achieve the greatest mobility possible is really what motion analysis is all about. And here to tell us about it is Dr. Puya Hosanzada. He's a Washington University pediatric orthopedic surgeon at St. Louis Children's Hospital. Dr. Hosanzada, let's just start for other providers to define motion analysis. Not everybody is familiar with it. Tell us a little bit about it. Uh, Thank you, Melanie. So uh, the motion analysis uh, is basically the technology that will help us uh, objectively um, assess the gait. So we will be able to print a three-dimensional picture of how each segment of the body is moving relative to the other one and how that actually compares to the norm. This is very helpful in um, finding the exact problem in gait in children who have complex gait problems, especially children with cerebral palsy, myelodysplasia, or any other um, developmental problem of that sort that they have complex gait problems, we'll be able to assess where the problem is coming from, and that will help us better understand how we can help them. So um, we use a very advanced technology uh, to um, um, look at the different segments. So we'll break down each extremity into different segments, and we'll be able to assess the motion. And we'll also have the ability uh, to assess how the muscles are functioning in each part of the gait cycle. What a great lesson that was. Doctor, tell us about the newly opened Motion Analysis Center at St. Louis Children's Hospital. What are some of the goals? What does it aim to achieve for these children you've mentioned? Um, So the newly opened center that uh, uh, we were able to open through the gift of the Children's Hospital Foundation, thanks to them, um, we have the ability to, as I just mentioned, look at each segment of the body, and we're also uh, able to look at the, the forces that uh, go through each joint and the muscle activity through each phase of gait. Typically, uh, if we don't have this technology, we'll, uh, when the, the way we assess uh, based on our treatment options are on only looking at the kids uh, um, walking, and that is not, I don't think it's an acceptable way of um you know, assessing gait in the 21st century with all the advancements in technology that we have because, you know, eye is not the, the best thing to assess a complex gait problem. So uh, with the help of this center, we'll be able to uh, better assess the gait and hopefully uh, be able to better uh, address the gait problems that these children have. Since eyes are not necessarily the best way to really assess gait in someone, tell us about some of the cool technology that's available for children with gait issues and what are some of the high-tech evaluation capabilities? Um, So we have uh, eight infrared cameras. So we put markers on um, each segment of the body. We we put markers on uh, the trunk, the pelvis, um, the thigh, knee, and uh, uh, the leg and the foot. So there are several markers that we put on each side of the, on each side, and we'll have infrared cameras that actually capture these movements. Also, the kids will walk uh, over a force plate, which uh, uh, will show how much forces that go through their lower extremity when they walk. Uh, we'll also capture that bit of video, and we'll have uh, uh, EMG sensors, which will show muscle activity in a variety of uh, uh, lower extremity muscles, and we'll coordinate that 
with the data uh, with the data that we get um, uh, from the infrared uh, camera and also the force plate. Doctor, at what point would a pediatrician refer a patient for this service? How old are generally the patients that you're working with? Um, so, uh, because they have to be able to follow the directions um, and uh, gate uh, actually walk over uh, the walkway, uh, the, uh, uh, we typically want them to be over age four. Um, so, uh, it's at uh, the age that we see the patient's compliance with the instructions uh, becoming sufficient for us to do a good gate analysis. And, uh, of course, um, you know, we want the children to be mobile enough, either uh, by themselves with crutches or with a walker to be able to um, complete the skate analysis. So I would say any um, child over age four who has a complex skate problem would definitely benefit uh, from this evaluation assessment. Thank you for clarifying that. So tell us about your team. What type of providers are involved in gate management and assessment? So um, we have uh, two um, experienced physical therapists who uh, will actually uh, do the assessment. So I also need to mention that in addition to this comprehensive uh, assessment uh, that we have with the, with the equipment, we'll, uh, the physical therapist will also do a comprehensive uh, physical therapy evaluation, which is uh, instrumental um, um, for assisting these children. So we'll have two um, experienced physical therapists who are a part of the team. We, um, In addition to me, we also have uh, a pediatric neurologist that will help us um, with the evaluation assessment as well. Wow, that's very comprehensive. What can a referring physician expect from your team if they are referring a child over the age of four with some serious gait issues? What can they expect and how can they help to transition for the parents from what they were doing to this specialized service? Um, so uh, they um when when they come in and they will have they take uh, the test typically takes about two to three hours. Um, so as I mentioned, there will be a comprehensive physical therapy evaluation in addition to the gait analysis. They will get a full report with all the graph and all the raw data showing how each part of the body actually moves compared to the other one and the forces and the muscle activity. There will be a narrative of what we um, actually the finding of these graphs. Uh, and there will also be a, a recommendation of what we believe would be the best option for um, uh, the child at this time. And I also need to mention it doesn't necessarily need to be a child that needs surgery or any sort of an intervention. It can also help us to uh, find the better, the best brace for a child because we, when the kid comes and they have a brace, we'll have them walk with the brace and without the brace and look at the, how the gait changes. So even if for something as simple as uh, finding the best brace for a child, this can be very helpful. And these will all come in, in addition, uh, as a recommendation um, uh, at the end of the report. I know, doctor, this may seem a broad question, but you've told us really great information about the evaluation, the assessment, the physical therapist, neurologist, everybody involved. What does a child and the parents, what is it like for them? to go through this assessment and this evaluation, and what can they expect as far as the types of therapy and technology that are available to correct the gait issue or help with their walking issues? Um, so uh, as far as uh, what they expect to get here, as I mentioned, you know, uh, that they will come to the therapy uh, um, the registration. They get registered. Somebody will walk them down 
uh, to the Motion Analysis Center, and the the, the, the test it will uh, take somewhere between two to three hours, depending on um, how uh, reliable the gate data is that they get. And uh, the, the the big major, uh, about an hour, an hour and a half, it is actually spent on a comprehensive physical therapy evaluation, uh, and the rest of it will be um, walking with uh, um, the markers on uh, getting the gate data. Uh, as far as what can be done to help them, you know, it, it really depends on the age of the child and the significance of the problem. A lot of the kids uh, would need only need uh, bracing uh, adjustment. Um, some of them will uh, need some um, uh, tone management, maybe with botulinum toxin or some medications. Uh, some of them may require um, surgery, and uh, I think this this is critical. Uh, 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 this, uh, this is critical to, to understand actually where the problem is um, uh, so we can find out the best way to address it. So, and I think that's what, what uh, helps us the most. So uh, we will be able to understand is it, is it only the increased tone or is it the bone that is turned uh, the other way? It will actually help us uh, really define the best uh, treatment option for them. Would it be, as I mentioned, only with therapy, braces, um, only injection or surgery? You certainly have many tools in your toolbox to help with motion analysis now. So as we wrap up, what else should a referring physician know about the Motion Analysis Center at St. Louis Children's Hospital? Um, just um, I want them to know that uh, we are, uh, you know, we've been working on getting this for several years, and finally we're ready. We have a dedicated team, and um, uh, we'll, uh, I hope we'll be able to address uh, all the questions they have. and. Um, uh, I, would, I really encourage them to um, send the patients over and they'll be able to, uh, to see uh, uh, what information we can help with. Thank you so much, Doctor, for joining us today, for sharing your expertise you and so telling us about the exciting Motion Analysis Center at St. Louis Children's Hospital. That's great information for other providers to hear, to consult with a specialist, or to learn more about services offered at St. Louis Children's Hospital, call the Children's Direct Physician Access Line at 1-800-678-HELP. That's 1-800-678-4357. You're listening to Radio Rounds with St. Louis Children's Hospital. For more information on resources available at St. Louis Children's Hospital, please visit stlouischildrens.org. That's stlouischildrens.org. I'm Melanie Cole. Thanks for tuning in.